Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Pain Hates on Sunday. What up? Smash that. Well, you know, I might be a tool, but I'm a good tool, you know? I'm the right tool for the right situation. I know. I'm so funny. You just said funny. I know. You didn't even say funny. I was being funny. See? All right. Well, the fans met together. You can see that. We are here. In between this Christmas and New Year's Fucking and this week, dude. this week of bullshit for those who have to work, uh, if those who don't, God bless you. Yeah, praise the Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we yeah we're off the top Buffalo. I mean, we all got hit with cold and Crazy a snowstorm shit. and everything else over this Christmas holiday, but Buffalo got. They say it's worse than the blizzard of '77. From, uh, last I heard from today, 30 people have passed in this storm from freezing temperatures and getting stuck in their cars. Uh, so prayers to the city of Buffalo, and, you know, I mean, that's that's like second home to me. I mean, right. I I I want to see that kind of snow. Like, I no. I personally, I want to live that. I want to no. see that kind of snow. No, Absolutely it's not. dangerous. But no. I understand it's dangerous. I understand the danger, but I just, I don't, I don't like to see... Crazy experience. That's that's an experience, man. That's yeah. not. Yeah, that is. An I experience. hate snow. I don't ever want to see that in my life. No, but I don't either. You know, that so, just sounds terrible. Prayers, Buffalo, and stay safe out there. Shovel a driveway if maybe two. Yeah, get out there and I know I know Buffalo's the yeah Buffalo's the city of neighbors and good they neighbors. have good neighbors and they have great neighbors there. So help each other out and we'll get through this. Yeah, dude. So yeah. But uh, how, I mean, otherwise, how was everyone's weekend? I mean, Christmas. it was Christmas. Our Christmas, Christmas was really well. well. Happy holidays, or Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. You got some Hanukkah that ended recently. Yeah. So happy whatever you celebrate. Happy yep. holidays. Yeah. But, but you know, we all celebrate Christmas. Frick yeah! So, oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh hell yeah! Uh, Friday night. Nothing. Really? It was oh, kind of relaxing. We went to that French yeah. dis- dinner. Oh, yeah, that's right. That yeah. was delicious. We, we did do that. French what was the name of that restaurant? La Boutrasse. Okay. You gotta, well, I'm you taking you there. We're be, going in. I'll, I'll, I don't you care. would appreciate it, right? Oh, yeah. Huge. You like, you need to wear it. your fancy suit and your fucking Ooh, do that. Let's do that. That's that place for it. Because of the weather, too, we almost had a lot of the place to ourselves in a big party, which was kind of nice because yeah. there was 100 cancellations at this place. Yeah. Because of the weather. Where was, where was so it at in downtown? Get into. In University Circle, like right It's like tucked in the back, kind of? Like okay. by the Natural History Museum. Okay, okay. All right, I know. This right. place was fancy, and that food was fancy. And it was like food. Pinky Out fancy. Ooh. Like you don't And the prices weren't too crazy out. for Pinky Out. How much you spent? Mm. Well, how much you spent? So my boss paid for everything. Yeah, it was just, so it was probably up there. Yeah. Okay. So All right. my plate alone was like I don't know five dollars. For what? Your plate was thirty five dollars. Right. I got a charcuterie so, tray. Okay. Was Twenty. All right. And that was my appetizer. All right. So it's, a couple that's, that's of fifty. Onion that's fifty. Ten dollars. Seven dollars. Ten. It was ten. A, cu- a bowl was ten. So a cup was so a couple ten. could potentially go there and spend. You're gonna spend hundred. Yeah. Well, probably one fifty. Yeah. I'll set yeah. it down. Okay. All right. Well, if you get you know a because they actually have a sommelier, which is a wine connoisseur Ooh, essentially. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sommelier. Sommelier. Oh. Yes. They they come to the table. They educate you about the different wines. Ooh. They were and asking locations all these questions. They come from how it was made. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you like dry? I love Do you places like, like that. Oh man. Oh man. I'm Woo. telling you, pick Ooh. me out. 
Yeah. This place has foie gras. <coughs> foie gras? Yeah. Chicken liver and foie gras, mousseline, escargot. Chelsea yeah. tried some of the chicken liver. How was that? I did. She didn't uh, like it. It, no? was, it was like, it was, it was on a charcuterie tray. Okay. So it was je- like a je- jelly, almost, kind All of right. like a spread. Okay. Um, it was bitter, I, I feel, I remember it being bitter, but mm. there was a bunch of different like Meat spreads. And... Did it have tartare? Beef tartare? They had steak tartare. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I got to go to this place. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, this, this, yeah. Yeah, it's I go good there, food, get a real too. nice bourbon. Ooh. Dude, I got what was called the ca- cassoulet. Or, or the cassoulet. duck confit? Right. In my cassoulet had the duck confit. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Two different had... types of sausages. Uh, Pork belly. Pork belly, nice, and it was with white beans and this oh, amazing mm. like I got a pasta stew du sauce jour. with carrots and potatoes. Oh my god! Yeah, I got a pasta du jour. I wanted something simple. I did get the French onion soup. This is the place where if you are going to get French onion soup, by far here the best it. French onion soup I've ever. Had. Oh, I would hope so. By I would hope so, dude. I mean, it's French food, right? Yeah. So I would it hope had, so. It had like a little sweetness to it. It was really mm. good. All right. Mm-hmm. And my boss, of course, spoiling us with all the gifts that she got us. Yeah, it was a good I've, office. Party. I've read three books in like the last week. Wow! <laughs> I finished the book for the book club I started, and I read a book, a, a psychopath book, serial killer book that Corey got me for Christmas. And nice. I'm on my third book. And I'm really serial done. killers. Nice. It was really cool. Wow. It was cool. I really know how to hide it. Three books body. already. Huh? Three books in one week? I'm about halfway through the third one. God damn. Yeah, it is. And, uh, <laughs> what um, what did you find out about the BTK killer? What did I tell you? I don't know. You read the trivia book. I did it. I know, but what did I tell you yesterday? You were, oh, the security system thing. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. So the BTK killer. Uh, first name I can't remember. Raider is his last name, though. But he worked for a security system network. So... Ultimately, he would go into these people's houses and find, uh, like, essentially, that was his end to killing people. Uh, and security. an uprise right. in crime in the town, guess what that increased? Security. A need for security. It was a win-win for him. He was getting to murder people and making buku bucks. Was that the one that <laughs> Criminal Minds was about? Criminal Minds probably did one on BTK. No, no, no. no. Um, um, the one on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, Riverdale did TBK, did a knockoff called the oh, Trash Bank. Yeah, Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah, Mindhunter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Mindhunter actually, yes. Mindhunter was mentioned in the book too, and Mindhunter was literally spot on. Yeah. For all the way they portrayed people, Ed Kemper actually watched Mindhunter while he was in prison and said they portrayed his character perfectly. Oh, wow. That's good for him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know. I and it sucks a, that we'll never get a third season. Netflix in prison. Huh? I'm gonna fucking get Netflix in prison. They're not gonna That's do a third season. No, they it's been canceled. That's so yeah. stupid. No, well, so I looked up Plus. why exactly, yeah. and it was supposed to happen, but between COVID and everything else, and Netflix apparently is in debt. Oh, they're they've been in they, debt. Yeah, like they're struggling bad. real bad because they've made too much content and they can't support it. Yep. And now you have basically mini audiences that are large, but not you, large you, right? Yeah. You've spread your yeah. content out right. too much, so now you got. 100,000 people addicted to this, 200,000 addicted to this, yep. when you wanted a million people addicted to all four. They better not get rid of OBX, that's all I'm saying. But even then, if you think about it too, Netflix has 
Netflix series that are in other languages dubbed yeah. for English that are like yeah. right. made for those markets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like, well, yeah. why do you just have one market? Yeah. yeah. So they hurt themselves. So Mindcutter was a uh, Mindhunter was. Unfortunately, one of the ones that they were just like that was a not good in show. the budget. That was, was a so really good, good show. People loved it and they're mad about it. Oh, it dude, so good. Maybe they'll bring it back. Who knows? Probably not. Or maybe another. Netflix network is known for pick picking up. up series later on and just being like, "All right, we're going to take back." Or another not, another network picks it up and decides. But to the director of it. it said there will not be a season three of Mindhunter. He like made it clear because everybody still keeps poking and prodding, and he's like, "No." Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. enough about psychopaths and sociopaths. Wow. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. I mean, it was Christmas. good. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Huh? You were you at Emma's? Yeah, we did breakfast there, and then came home and did dinner here. So oh, nice. Yeah, watching the kids open their Santa and everything else, and they were having a blast. Aww. Nice. That was probably awesome. It was fun. All these toys that they get, and I would get these weird, like they're. They're, they're for kids, different feels and stuff. There's these plastic tubes that you, like, stretch and it makes noises. And that was one of the most popular, one of the most popular toys. Like, I would just take them and put them back together and then I'd grab an end and Mason would pull it apart. you hear the noise, laugh, and then yeah, I'd would. throw it and my mom would put it together and then sham me another one and it was just endless. Mason just Aww. pulling oh, yeah. these apart. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, even then, seeing some of their toys, like these magnetic tiles that you can build, like houses and stuff like that. Like, I never had this shit as a kid. I was having just as much fun. Mm-hmm. Dude, we had fucking great. We had Lincoln Logs, bro. <laughs> I had Lincoln Logs, Legos. I mean, I, I got a Lego this year. I mean, I had my toy. That's my toy this year. Nice. That was my toy for Christmas, so I got, my, got me my Legos. It? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it took about 10 minutes. That <laughs> <laughs> took me a couple days. It is but, pretty sweet. That is a nice set. That is actually pretty damn cool. Nice. So, yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah. Well, yeah, we had Christmas at your brother Kevin, or your brother Chris and his boyfriend Kevin's house. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was really fun. Good. That was probably nice. It was nice. It was. How are they doing? I haven't really seen them. I haven't seen such a way. They're good? doing good. Yeah. Their house, they, they it, just house bought a house. Their house is huge. Yeah, they just bought a house shortly in Akron. Nice. Shortly after, Yeah, it has so much space. They turned, like, the basement for us to eat at. It, it looked like a restaurant. They had yeah. tapestry all hung up, and then Christmas lights lined the top nice. of the tapestry. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then they had... They had stapled hanging lights above the fold-out table, cool. put a tablecloth. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, dude! And they had like a buffet <laughs> set up with the warmers, like the the tray warmers. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. They, they oh, did wow, a they great job. They did. Damn. It was awesome. They did, wow. so they did like a white elephant Christmas gift exchange to make it easier this yeah, year. Yeah, and yeah. His uncle got us a bunch of Patriot stuff for dude. our baby. All right, so he has this ritual, right? We're talking <laughs> about Christmas. Hilarious. Game on. That's yeah. what I told him. That's that's a, yeah. So that's hilarious. what we did. So we got him a brown shirt this year, thinking we'd one up him because he got his Tom Brady shirt. Right, last year, shirt. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That. So this year, we opened one of his gifts, and I'm like, yeah. We got him. There was like a little Patriot sign, but I was like, we got him the brown shirt. So yeah, we got him this year. He's like, oh no, you have one more gift. He's like, uh, what? Never mind. And then we <laughs> open it up, and it's just onesie after onesie of Patriots. Tom Brady, oh, Patriots, like my onesies God. for our baby. That's not even important. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "All right, he won. He got us. We got to do something next year." When, uh, <laughs> when are we gonna have a little campfire in the backyard? <laughs> what at my house? Yeah. We're, oh, burn this shit! <laughs> Fuck the Patriots. That's funny. That yeah, is so awesome. he brought his dog Bo, who is a boxer. He is the cutest little baby. He's obedient too, and he's, he's good. going. He went to doggy school. Yeah, he is very. He graduated. Good. So I think potentially in the near future, I might actually buy a doggy outfit. 
a Browns doggy outfit nice. and yeah. send it to him in the mail. Nice. Yeah. That'd be good. Got him. That'd be yeah. Good. <laughs> Got him, man. That's a good yeah. idea. Got him. That's a good idea. Hell I mean, yes. If you really want to just poke the bear for Patriots, send him something Buffalo. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Nice Josh Allen shirt. Yeah. Send him one of both. But he's also a Bucks fan because he go he says he goes where Tom Brady goes. Oh, one of those, one those guys. Yeah. Mm. One of those guys. All Shame. Right. Tom mm. Brady is yeah. his his biggest Tom. Brady I mean, I get that. I get that. You're allowed mm-hmm. to do that with sports, you sports. Know? You so, can follow players. Well, so it actually an interesting video. Speaking of football, and we're on a sports podcast. But yeah, there's a cool video I got to show you guys later. But. How accurate is an NFL quarterback against an Olympic archer? Oh, I already watched this video yesterday. I already watched this. Isn't it sweet? <laughs> that is pretty, pretty cool. I always liked that show. That show was awesome. Yeah. I wish they would have kept doing it. What was the show? Like sports science. Yeah. It was on. It was on Spike yeah. TV, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that crazy that an NFL quarterback like Drew Brees is more accurate than an Olympic archer? That's pretty wild. Wild. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bun in the oven is cooking. Mm-hmm. Still cooking. Mm-hmm. Being all squirmy and stuff. Yeah, we got a bun in the oven. Yeah, dude. We got a bun in the oven. Yeah, dude. Whoa. Every now and again, I get a little toasty. Yeah. Bun in the oven, dude. Right. Had to take my socks off. Right. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, dude. Gotta your guys, it's all three of your feet stink, though. Well, yep. you know, working man, you know, you. life. We haven't read three books in a week, you know, we're out there <laughs> slaving away. You True. Know. Right. Well, you know. Hey, you guys only work three days this week. So? It's three more days than I wanted to. Oh, three days. more you days in a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a fucking cow. Tuesday, Wednesday, like Thursday, Friday. Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, it's all right. Uh, Wednesday's done. It's just Tuesday, Thursday and Friday from here on out, baby. Yeah, I have the 23rd That's it. through the 3rd off. God. Fucking delightful. Well, Ryan. Yeah. Let's what about uh, we're keeps? we're sports. So w- why don't we take it off the top? Yeah, let's shoot out with Cavs, and we do have another thing to go with our weekend off the top. At let's least go. So the Cavs have lost two in a row for the first time since November. And why? Uh, why? I'll I, tell you. What do you think? What do you think? What? Donovan Mitchell lost his shot, bro. Uh, I think what sixty points. There's a lot of there's a points. there's a lot of force shit. They, 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 and then now Garland decides to step up and score forty six, but he can't get support. What's going on? I here? think they're still trying to learn to play with each other, dude. I think that's all it is. I mean, they've only played with each other for like half a year. And then Celtics almost. win like yeah. three straight. Yeah, you'll have yeah but that. to see where they're at now, early in the season. I mean, just. These are these are where you lose the games. Right, lose the games now. I mean, and Get they're still trying team. to figure out how to beat teams. I mean, they just beat the Bucks too for the first time this year too. Right. So and then got screwed by the Nets, which and the and the Raptors, which I don't understand that. The Raptors, I definitely don't understand. Nets, maybe I'll give you, but I never have faith in the Nets. They're a team that one player crumbles so somehow, and, the and they're whole just team a mess. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So we got Cavs lost to the Toronto Toronto Raptors. 118 to 107. Evan Mobley was 32 uh, minutes for 8 rebounds and 10 points. Jared Allen was 28 minutes, 7 rebounds and 17 points. Darius Garland was 31 minutes, 8 assists and 17 points. Donovan Mitchell was 35 minutes, 12 points. I watched that game. That was just... Donovan forcing Mitchell stuff. lost the shot. They were forcing stuff, though. Like it was, just, it was just sloppy. It was like they were trying to make things happen, and it just wouldn't happen. It was just... Right. It was gross. Everybody. It was just... Ugh. Doesn't every every team has a sloppy game though? I true, mean, yeah, true. But we have too many at this point. But like I said, I think they're up. still they're still learning to play with one another. You know, I mean they could they could beat the easy teams, but the, like 
Like the, the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's a team. We should have won that. Should have dropped forty six. Should have, but I, I, I watched a little bit of it, and we were down by like twenty two points at one point. So it's like it, you know. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets beat the Cavs one twenty five to one seventeen. Uh, Evan Mobley was 39 minutes, 6 rebounds, and 12 points. Jaron Allen had 32 minutes with 11 rebounds and 10 points. Darius Garland was 40 minutes, 8 assists, and 46 points. And Donovan Mitchell was 34 minutes for 15 points. So, yeah, I mean, Darius went off, but, I mean. Mitchell lost his shot. I mean, we'll see what happens. But, Luka Doncic last night. That's the story of the century right 60 there. 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. What's the most points scored? I think 100 by Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, okay. but still. But that's the highest. Is. But that was that no, was no, no, back no. like in like the 60s, 60s. or 70s. Yeah, when and, basketball was different. And right now, what Luca just did—that literally ties the record for the all-time highest-scoring triple-double in NFL history. NBA. NBA history. And, yeah, yeah. NFL. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I didn't watch all. I didn't watch all all the all the videos, but I saw some of them. He's, Dude, he was taking jumpers in midair. He's an, he's an animal. Now, did they win? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. Who did they, they play? The Knicks. The thing that was real fucked up about it was they were down by 10 points with 30, 30 seconds left and still came back and won the and game. And that was all Luka. Yeah. He's like, not today, motherfucker. It was crazy. They asked him after the game, the coolest press conference for like five seconds. They go, how do you feel after that? Like, you just broke... You know, NBA records, yeah. you made history. Like, how do you feel? He goes, to be honest, I'm kind of tired. I need that beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. For sure. For sure. After, he said, I need that work like that. beer. <laughs> yeah. So I got no Guardians news today. Well, leading off into what? it. We traded Kluber. Kluber? We haven't had Kluber in years. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, we traded. I don't think we traded anybody big. I know we got rid of what's his face, Austin uh, Hedges. Hedges. Hodges. Yeah, got rid of him. I don't think we no, traded anybody. Traded not Kluber. Well, regardless. Owen Miller, maybe. Yeah, that that was another. Yeah, that was like two a week or two ago. That was. I'm not too worried about we'll, we'll that. We'll cover baseball when baseballs do. <laughs> it's it's football time now. What do you got? Uh, but going back to the weekend. Ryan and I toughed it out, and I did it for the sake of the podcast. I mean, I wore the shirt on the outside just for I did it for promotion, the man. I did it for the pod. But uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of cold games this week in the NFL. I have a list of a few, but Ryan and I suffered through probably the worst one yeah. out of the NFL. Kyle, too. Kyle, Kyle too. I was there. there. Kyle, where are you at? Yeah, bro. Saints at the Browns. The temperature was 11 degrees with a real feel of minus 21. Oh, it was and it was cold. It was if you want to see a bright yellow shirt, we are on Instagram, Ryan. That's right. We're on the gram, bro. If you go on the <laughs> Cleveland Browns Instagram and watch the video of Jake Paul smashing the guitar, yep. we are in the background. The big yellow shirt <laughs> is yep. me in the background. Can't miss it. That's so cool. <laughs> And Ryan's next to me, and we're just waving our hands in the background. So I'm actually flipping Jake Paul off. But, but yeah. I mean, for reasons we don't like Jake Paul, right. but I don't know. I mean, whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, and I guess we, I, I did see us on Fox Eight News uh, Saturday I night during the game. So I like. Is that what you sent us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was so watching cool. ten o'clock news with Ma on the couch, and I mean, 
And, yeah, sure. I, when it was 10 o'clock, whatever the news was, I don't yeah. remember. There was a time where I passed the fuck out. I was exhausted <laughs> after that. But, uh, yeah, sure enough, it's us in the end zone. But I, We were so close, I could have fucking snagged their helmets off their heads, dude. Like I wouldn't try that. No, I wouldn't try <laughs> like that, that, uh, we were We were on the, like, we were field. Like right there. Field. It was uh, crazy how close we were. I feel like that would have been the one piece that was worth it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no. that was absolutely worth it. so close no. like Dude, that. it was so... Like, I've been to multiple football games. I've never been that close. I've, like, Kareem Hunt's fucking thighs are the size of my body. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking Ooh. stupid. Yeah. Like, I was like, Jesus Christ. No the, wonder they have nice asses. The players are <laughs> the players are a lot bigger when you're that close. Yeah. And even monsters. That's crazy. We were so close that, like, I mean, I'm, everyone knows I'm a Bills fan, but I went to, I went to the game. I don't care. It's whatever. I went to, as for the experience. Right. And I'm a little, I, I rooted for the Browns. Right. 5% Browns fan. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but cheering and, like, you could hit the wall. Yeah. Like, I mean, we I was... Hit the wall, dude. It was great. So we were right next to the visitor tunnel, and once in a while, there was a burst of warm air coming out of the tunnel, and it smelled like fresh laundry, but it was oh. only, like, a second, and you feel it on your eyeballs, because that's all the skin that was exposed. <laughs> I would do it again. Yeah, that's hilarious. I would do it again. Nope. I mean, it depends on the event. You couldn't pay me ten grand. Like if, Dude. like if it was a. Grand. What if we had the chance to go to a Super Bowl? Yeah, Super Bowl. You wouldn't go to outdoor that game? game at the, a Super Bowl at negative twenty one. I'm not going to Super Bowl. Come on, you already spent the money for the tickets. No. You got a free. No, you got. Free, I already spent the money for the tickets. That's fr- not fair. You got free sur- You're going. Super Bowl tickets. You're going. Oh yeah, I mean I'd go. You're going. Then, I mean, bundle you know, up. It's four. Bundle I mean, up. Like, it's too cold. If she's gone, you're gone. Dude. I mean, she's better than me in the cold. <laughs> I'm a freeze, baby. I don't give a shit. Call me whatever you want. I go for that. I'm wearing Dolce & Gabbana cologne. You ain't catching me in fucking negative 21. Get the fuck out of here. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. What's the radio show that you were talking about? Uh, 92.3. 92.3 before the game. Who were they announced? It was uh, G. Bush and Justin Justin Peterlin. Justin. Well, those guys were having a conversation (laughs) saying that for 10 grand, they would not sit like... In the stadium and watch the game outside. I want to call bullshit. I want to call bullshit. I wouldn't do it either. I would say half your audience. Okay, that's you. But I'm going to say half your audience or more than half of your audience that are listening to you in this city will absolutely take ten grand in a heartbeat. If you offered people ten grand. You yeah, would fill the, the stadium. Right. Well, sure, but you know, but, don't fucking talk about that shit. But because yeah. I paid twenty six dollars to go sit and watch a game Correct. because of experience. I mean, what am I? Experience. I guarantee you can handle the cold. Guarantee those guys can't handle the cold. If someone comes up and go here, here's ten grand, a couple Browns tickets. It's gonna be negative eleven, but you're gonna go negative twenty one. Oh, yeah, dude. That, pff, ten grand. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. y'all go. For sure. I'm like, make it rain sure. on me too, dude. Make sure the fucking starts See, raining. See, this is why I got a wife that would go. I still make ten grand, and she goes. Oh, yeah. I think you would go. I think you would go. I don't know. Man. I think it you was, would go. I know it was you too would cold. go. Yeah. If you're moving and and getting into the game, I mean, it's cool. I, I mean, mean, to see. I mean, it was honestly, we weren't on the wall for the I touchdown, was but I mean, win on Friday two rows back to see. 
I guess we saw Deshaun Watson's first rushing yeah. touchdown yeah, as the Browns. The video. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like coming at you it in your there, face. Dude. Like, I mean, yeah. crazy. When yeah, the Saints I would love played. that experience. Every second of it without He's like, but like 80 long. degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at 80 degrees, you, you wouldn't get down there unless you paid no, a bunch of money. A, a stupid amount of money. At that point, it was a cheap ticket for a cool-ass experience. And yeah. those weren't even our seats. No. no. They told everyone to move down and pull up open seats. They make an announcement. They're like, everybody... Get down to the lower levels. Yeah, so everybody just like, moves right. forward. So I was like, okay. Yeah, for you. But I mean, it was cool. I, yeah. 40 I years ago. I couldn't believe all the people I saw smoking in the stands. It was such a free for all. It was on live television. I'm like, he's smoking, he's smoking. There were a couple oh. people that posted on Facebook that beers were exploding over because it was so cold. Oh, yeah. It was his turn to slush. I was drinking mine too fast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Eventually, mine did turn to ice, but I mean, but yeah, the first yeah, one slammed it. You got beer turning to ice? I'm not there, dude. Dude, just drink it quick, bro. No. Just drink it quick. You yeah, want to know? Yeah, dude. You're fine. Or I if mean, you drink liquor, you don't got to worry about it freezing. So. Exactly, you're fine. That's true. Just bring in vodka. I mean, I was... <laughs> Not in your left pocket, I mean, right, Joe? Yeah. No, you could have... <laughs> they're allowing people to bring in thermoses. So yeah. You could fill that with whatever. Therm- thermoses, water bottles, yeah. and stuff like that. I didn't drink or eat anything before or during because I didn't want to pee because of all the layers I had on. It would have been a bitch. Yeah. To try to go to the bathroom, so I was just, but I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just." Joe's not like, throwing. "I rigged up a catheter for this fucking <laughs> oh I was I, peeing in my boot. I hit the bathroom a couple times while being there. For the most part, people hanging out in the bathroom are just trying to stay warm. Joe did stay. He fucked up and wore sneakers. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, I mean, Joe. I survived. And in 40 years from now, when it's cold as shit and we're drunk and we're like, "Remember that time we went to this game and it was minus 21 feel and." I mean, it's at this point, it's a fucking story. Oh, for hey, sure. I'm proud of y'all. I'm glad y'all bigger than I am. <laughs> I'll admit it. But depending on what the game is, I mean... I'll do it again. It depends on what it is. Like, for example, in February, there is an outdoor ho- college hockey game between Ohio State and Michigan. And if it's that cold, I that's not worth sitting through. I'm now, if it's another tickets. like, I'm gonna buy tickets right now. If it's a big <laughs> NFL game, that that'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a playoff game, absolutely, right. oh, that'd be sure, worth seeing. Sure. But mm-hmm. college hockey, I don't really. For me, it's the the wind chill along with the negative. If it's just negative ten, and not like a wind chill making a negative twenty, or like ten degrees and not a wind chill making a negative twenty. Right. I'm there. Sure, I'll go in that. The wind did suck. We had hand warmers. I I mean, yeah. We had, I had hand warmers in the gloves. That was clutch. The, the one at the Biffle, Buffalo game. Biffle? Buffalo game. Biffle? <laughs> the one at the Buffalo game when we went and it was that cold, I busted it in my glove. That sounds like a you problem, though, right? <laughs> That wasn't nearly as cold, I don't no. think. As we this. thought and it was I cold, couldn't struggle, and I struggled at that. You didn't Not layer me. up enough, man. I, I had, was layered. I had long john pajamas on, did two pairs of sweats over oh, that, yeah. and... He looked like the kid from fucking uh, Christmas Story. <laughs> my <laughs> arms were cut. I mean, I couldn't keep my arms all the way down. I mean, a giant jacket, and I squeezed a pancakes on Sunday t-shirt right over the top. I was yeah, just dude. like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck it, dude. I don't. Everyone's bundled up. Mm-hmm. Head on and the mask on. All you see is an eyes and nose. That's it. I mean, I'd do it again. There was a For, shirtless man. There was, dude. Ah. What a nut. I don't know how you could have done that. Because, like I said, when I took my gloves off to eat my fucking pretzel, my hands were hurting. So I don't understand how the hell that dude was standing there with a shirt off. 
Probably yeah, man. nuts. But guys, our feet do fucking stink. Oh well, yeah, yeah, what are you gonna do, man? Y'all are stanky. Hey, you know, we some candles. Other on, cold man. games this week, or last week. Bills at the Bears was twelve degrees with a real feel of thirteen degrees. They weren't as cold because they had sun. There was a little bit of sunshine during that game. Um, Texans at the Titans. These pussies had 20 degrees with a real feel of 6 degrees, and they delayed their game for an hour. My pussies. Yep. Seahawks and Chiefs were 12 degrees with a real feel of 4 degrees, and the Raiders and Steelers had 8 degrees with a real feel of minus 14 degrees Saturday night. Buffalo can't say anything. They had to move their game. True. (laughs) Very true. For one, I mean, that was 6 feet of snow. I mean, they're lucky they didn't play. I mean, the storm that hit Buffalo this past weekend, I mean, that would have been rough. That would have been rough. That would have been, yeah. They came home to 4 feet of snow. Yeah. I don't even think, they they couldn't even fly home. They were supposed to fly home. Yeah, they got stuck in Chicago. They got stuck in Chicago, yeah. Yeah. Um, Right? Yeah, crazy. Speaking of, real quick, Buffalo, Josh Allen... Uh, had a touchdown with Isaiah McKenzie, and now, oh, you know, his, he is now the most, he's thrown the most total touchdowns of all time for the, for a player in the first five seasons beating out Dan Marino. Yeah, I saw his stat. So he has the most total touchdowns rushing, receiving in the first five seasons than any quarterback in the league. And Joe Burrow's going to break it next week. Mm. Fuck. Um, Cardinals defensive end J.J. Watt announced he will retire after this season. Watt is no doubt a future Hall of Famer. J. How old is he? Uh, 30-something now, right? Yeah, I, I didn't I'll get an up. age. I'll look it up, I'll look it up. 38, probably. Um, Watt was drafted by the Houston Texans in the first round of the 2011 draft. In his first five seasons, Watt tallied 74 and a half sacks, 15 forced fumbles and an interception, and 299 tackles while earning three Defensive Player of the Year awards. His 74 and a half sacks, or 74 and a half, yeah, what? 33. Oh, okay, well, yeah, he's he's, been a football player. His career's done. (laughs) Too bad you weren't eligible for baseball. You know? Uh... His seven, <laughs> his seventy-four and a half sacks. That dude's over loaded for life. He's fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I didn't even know where I was. Seventy-four sacks. His seventy-four and a half sacks over the span of time were the second most since nineteen eighty-two, only behind Hall of Famer Reggie White. Mm. Um, I wrote a lot of. There's a lot of stats on JJ Watt. I didn't go into it. Anyone care? Yeah, we can go into it. Whatever. Um, Watt had 18 and a half more sacks, 90 more QB hits, and 51 more tackles for a loss than any other player in the NFL in four-season span from 2012 to 2015. He was the shit. He was. His pick six of Andy Dalton in 2011 playoffs remains one of the greatest plays in Texans history. Watt will retire three-time Defensive Player of the Year award with his first five team All-Pro honors, five Pro Bowls. He also led the NFL in sacks twice. He's a shoo-in for a gold jacket in five years. Watt is eligible for a Hall of Fame in 2028. Wow. He'll be inducted. Oh, for sure. As one of three players in NFL history to win Defensive Player of the Year three times, Uh, Watt is the only player since 1982 with 20-plus sacks in multiple seasons. 
Uh, he is one of three players since 1982 with 100-plus sacks and six-plus total touchdowns in his career. Watt is one of two players with multiple receiving touchdowns and pick sixes in his career in the Super Bowl era. Mm. Uh, the only other one is Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. Oh, Deion. Deion. Fuck the showtime, dude. And going with Chelsea's topic last week, J.J. Watt received the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award in 2017 for his work raising money for the Houston community after Hurricane Harvey. J.J. Mm-hmm. Nice. Watt had an incredible 12-year career in the NFL, and he best really of has. luck to him mm-hmm. and his future. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He posted, uh, the way he went out, he posted a, I think it was a tweet, and it was a picture, it was like, with his new, like his new kid and his wife. It was like my last home game and his first, like, like it was the kid's first game there and it was like him seeing his father play his last home game type of deal and pretty much announced his retirement and this and that and Aww. blah, blah, blah. So, cool. Yeah. Super cute, super cool. What's his position? Defensive end. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He said, come at me, Boza. Nope. <laughs> yeah, like, he, here, he was a beast in Houston. I he mean, was, he, he did he a was. lot. He did a fair amount in, he was. in Arizona, but he started to get injured. He was kind of injury prone, but yeah. he was career. a he was a beast. Oh yeah, he was. You heard Watt's name everywhere. Oh yeah, he was an animal. That was like the Miles Garrett. He was a then. scary man out there. Yeah, that was a scary man to fucking barrel down your ass. Did you, did you guys hear about the craziness with Miles Garrett? Kind of. Oh, the sitting. Oh, he got sad? Why did he... Yeah, I saw that. Why did he get sad? I've heard... It's very under wraps. Mary Kay Cabot... Yes. ...came out and said that it was because he was sick and there was improper communication, something along those lines. Yeah, apparently he never contacted Stefanski or, like, other people about him. He just didn't go. Right. He didn't feel well. And yeah. basically didn't tell anybody. So, essentially, the punishment was to sit him for a couple series of plays. Yep. Which I think is a good call by Stefanski because it shows even He's Miles doesn't get it right with this shit. Right. But I feel as if listening to the post-game of that game and all the players, like, a lot of the players just seem... They, it almost, they, they do say that that... I'm not saying that they do, but in my opinion, listening to it, they just seem defeated. They really do seem defeated this oh, year. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. They, they, they wanted they, to go for it. They're, yeah. They're yeah. really are trying. And I think I don't... a big setback was Watson being out 11 games when originally oh, yeah. he was only supposed to be out five. Right. Oh, yeah. He yeah, had big hopes this year. I'm pretty sure I could pull one of the first episodes that we did in the season, and I thought, you know, Brissett was going to semi-carry him to a point, and then Watson was going to take him all the way. But Watson really hasn't been doing anything. Actually, this last game. No, 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 no. They are Brian, mathematically out. Yeah, yeah. Browns are yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out for what? Yeah. But, no. You guys went to that last game, and yeah. we watched all of that last oh, game. Oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson was on point that entire game. Receivers didn't catch the ball. It nope. was very cold. Yes. He hit so many receivers in the hands. We had that game one. A pass touchdown and the Juco should have been caught. Yep. A pass duck, uh, touchdown to Cooper yep. when he had it and he slipped on the snow. Yep. There was, like, there was still a few that amazing. were There were still a few that were pretty overthrown. I don't know. Or like Watson looked great last game. He's I, done nothing but reprove game after game. I still don't understand the like third and two and fourth and two. We're gonna fucking throw the ball. Fourth and yeah, that fourth and two in your. Why not try things? Because you know we're not going to the playoffs. Right, I understand. Joe that. said it could kill some morale. I agree yes. there because they look defeated. Yeah, but at the same time. If I'm Stefanski, I'm playing around with what I got now, getting ready for next year, seeing what I'm Basically, playing. at this point, that's what, where they're at. Yeah. I mean, 
But do you think Morrell and the team is do you do you do you think they're on the same page as their coach? Do you think they're? I think I mean, your elite players like Miles Garrett is because that was said during the press conference as well because he was questioned about that sitting, mm-hmm. and Miles chose not to speak on it and said, "But what I will say is I stand behind my coach no matter what." Mm-hmm. So like I think it's setting precedents between elite players almost and secondary and stuff like that. Maybe all those guys aren't on the same page. But I think the elites are trying to make a statement on the team, like this is this is how we do I, things. I think they just, they're just they're, I mean, like that. I mean, yeah, they all know what's going on. They're pissed that it's happening the way it is, right? Because they wanted to go far. Right. We got Watson. We were Correct. playing good with Brissett. We had a couple upsets. Correct. You know, let's get things together. Deshaun Watson could have maybe took them all the way if he won all his games, but at the same time, there was only like a 2% chance that happened anyways because it relied on so many people losing. Right. So it was like yes. a losing battle to begin with. Yeah. Now, I mean, do you do you see Miles Garrett there next year? Most likely. So this is actually a subject. I've, I've heard... you have this subject? Yeah, this is what we're talking yeah, about yeah, at yeah. the end here. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then okay. Uh, okay. never mind. Right, yeah, right, okay, because... Right, I've seen some things. Yeah, come back to it, yes. boys. Do you do you see Kevin Stefanski being around? Oh yeah, he's okay. here to stay. He's proven himself. This I year. I do think you see them making any coaching changes. though. they better get rid of Woods. They better get rid of Woods. If not, I'm burning the facility. Fuck down. yeah! Just kidding. Don't sue me. Don't say that. If they shit the bed next year, <laughs> I could definitely see them getting rid of Kevin. If they shit the bed next year, I don't think so. <sighs> I don't think it's offense is the problem. It's play calling. No, it's not. It is we, play tall. No, it it's is. not. If you look at the Browns' score all year, there more than half of our games we scored over thirty points. But we lost this all those game games. was two also... defense. But our this defensive line was kind our of... defense. I mean, you're right, 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 right. Joe Woods is the problem, not Stephen Stefanski. The play yeah. calling hasn't been bad. We've been mixing in things. There's been iffy calls. Sure, all coaches. Oh yeah. Iffy calls. This game was there was a lot of. Very, very wrong play calls, in my opinion, too. And Stefanski was calling the plays this week. He, I mean, was, he always calls the plays. Well, he always calls plays. Okay, right. so if he's always calling the plays and they're not making adjustments and they're calling these shitty plays, then obviously it's your fucking play caller. It's not your coordinators at that point. I do believe he needs Maybe to Maybe it's time to delegate. Coordinators do that. Delegate your coordinators. Let your defense. I think he's playing around with it or he has. And I say, oh, well, I mean, let right, him play. At this point, yeah. Let at him this play. point, fuck it. See what let you can do around. at this point. He proved with Brissett that his play calling is fine. What he did with Brissett was amazing. Our defense lost. Almost all. Oh, of those I'll games. agree with that. I'll agree with that. That's what I said. It was fine. Now he's got Watson. and He's playing around. Let him play around. We, we're not going to playoffs anyways. Yeah. But I mean, you're calling plays in defense too. I mean, you're not making is adjustments. He, he, I mean, no. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You're not Joe ma- Woods. You're not making adjustments. I mean, it's, they better get rid of Joe Woods. Joe Woods got to go. I think for if, sure. If they tank and they'll do something next year, I think Stefanski's out. I, I do. Can see it being gone. If they're running the same system and he's calling the plays, I'm and pretty sure Haslam's already came out and said Stefanski's here to stay. I hope so. No. But I mean, they, but something's got to change. Because I mean, defense show. and Joe Woods. I hope our offense has been one in the top five offenses almost every week. True. Literally, those are the I mean, stats. But there have been some like, like my favorite, my favorite, my favorite is when we're like third and like fifteen or whatever. And then you run it two yards. No, not even that. We do a little dump pass off of the line of scrimmage behind the line, and it gets read immediately. Right, Screen and even then, like yeah. right, like 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 stuff like that is like why. But you no, that's that the call. stuff though that I feel is gonna work with Watson. 
We've never had a quarterback like Watson. True. Stefanski is a coach that's good for and he's wanted. Like Watson. That was his dude. He wanted Watson. Yeah. And he's a coach that's able to coach Watson. We're not used to this stuff. So it's going to look sloppy right now until they get on the same page. But think about it. This was the man that had Kirk Cousins. That had Kirk, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, even then. I love that name. I mean, <laughs> it's my favorite name in the NFL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Chubb's numbers. Chubb started the year hot. I mean, the last four games, he hasn't broke 100 yards. He was close. He had 99, 92 and stuff like that. Our offensive line But he hasn't scored a touchdown in four games. Yeah. I don't care. I got 230 million reasons why. Oh, for sure. Oh, next year, our running game is going to be shit. But, but, the NFL is not a running league anymore. It's not. No, it's not. It just isn't. It's not. So we won't be a running team anymore. We Derrick Henry, you can run him to death. Titans still don't win games. Exactly. No. If you look at the top five <laughs> leading rushers, they're all losing teams. Yep. All the top five leading pass yards, all this winning is a teams. Very valid point to make. So Kevin Stefanski, I feel, will be fine. Him and Watson will get on the same page, and we're going to see fucking masterpieces. Watch. I just hope so. I hope so. Dude, some of those passes were so perfect. Almost too much heat that he was throwing. I, I did I did like seeing, like, obviously when Njoku missed, the, I didn't like seeing that, but I did like seeing Watson being like, he was what the it. fuck? Yeah. Like, I did he like seeing that. that. That's was what cool. I'm saying. He's getting his shit together, and he's yeah. like, where the hell is my receivers at? What, yeah. the, what the That's what we're, I think that's what we're missing is leadership on the team. Well... Yeah. Give Watson a year to watch. Uh, the Raiders are benching Derek Carr in favor of Jarrett Stidham. Come yeah. out of Stidham for the remaining two games of the season. Carr didn't practice Wednesday for a non-injury-related reason. This decision to bench Carr may be more of a seeing what else the franchise has. His eyes froze after the game because he was crying. Yeah. <laughs> and the organization may be moving on from Carr in the offseason. The Raiders are still mathematically alive in the playoff hunt. But a number of games have to go their way for it to happen. Uh, after, Tom Brady's going to playoffs. Uh, the, the commanders are going back to the well and starting with Carson Wentz again on Sunday against the Browns. Heineke was benched halfway through the game against the 49ers in place of Wentz. Wentz started the season 2-4 and four before being replaced by Heineke, who went 5-1-1 one, and one, and pushed the commanders into a potential postseason spot. The reason for the switch, though Heineke provided the spark for the commanders needed after the slow start, you need a QB that can get more than 200 yards passing in a game. Yeah. The commanders are clinging on to a half-game lead for the wild-card slot in the NFC over Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay with two games left to play, one against Cleveland's and the final against Dallas. Um, Dallas is a dumpster fire in the end of the season. <laughs> After losing their last four games, the Miami Dolphins may lose their starting quarterback this week. Tua turned the ball over, is in concussion protocol again, which is in the second time this season. Yeah, he threw like three interceptions. I, wa- I watched well, was, some of that game. Was, I was actually rooting for him. Um, I was. Eh. He is in concussion protocol again for the second time this season after That's missing so two games earlier in the season. If Tua misses this week against the pa- Patriots... Expect to see Teddy Bridgewater make the start for the Dolphins. He should retire. And this is interesting because Tua put himself in concussion now, protocol. Now, I understand Tua's young and wants to play, but two concussions in a season is a lot. That's Especially not good. after the big injury he had earlier in the mm-hmm. season. 
When do you walk away for your own health and safety? I think you start thinking about that. Yeah, when you put yourself in concussion protocol. Yeah. And I think he is. If you had to ask me fairly, I think he is. I I think he knows it, but that's a scary thing to accept, and that sucks. I mean, the Dolphins have a a potential spot in the wild card. So, Antonio Brown. I don't think anybody wants to turn to that guy. Right. You know, I, I think the Dolphins try to make a good run in the postseason this year with them, hopefully. I mean, they really got to win because there's a lot of people on their they tail. they or no? No. They're Buffalo's not, clinched. Buffalo's won yeah. the AFC yeah. East, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of – the AFC's really tight right now in the playoffs. There's a lot of people because there's a lot of teams with a lot of losses. Right, right. Um – I'll th- I'll I'll write up something next week for the final week just to see what the the whole big playoff hunt is and uh-huh. the big games you got to watch because it could get interesting. Um. So yeah, Miami has. I mean, there's there's a lot to lose. I mean, if they, especially against the Patriots. I mean, that's division they still game have two. The best and, coach in the league. <laughs> I do like their coach. I do like him, but I don't like him for the fact that they're in this concussion bullshit. Yeah, he should have known better. He, yeah. I, I think he, he does take blame, and he's announced like he does, and I think he feels really bad. <laughs> yeah, like I, I blame more the organization at that point than just a single person. Yes, like the whole Miami organization after that, like Bills the game. like the coaching, like the health staff that's on yeah. for coaching. You know what I'm saying? I yes. blame more them than the actual. Coach. Yes, it should have never gotten to him being carted off the field. Right? No, it should have never all. gotten to that. It shouldn't have at all. And it shouldn't. You probably wouldn't be play. in this situation and now. I'm sure you know, he he feels liable. I would you know? think so, yeah. And he does seem like a genuine guy. I mean, he's so hilarious, though. I do like he's, the shirt that he's wearing when they're when they're. I think when they're going to go play to Buffalo. There's something about making it. Oh, cooler. they want it colder. And his press conferences are just such gold. Yep. He is the funniest dude. Just how calm and poised he is, and how sarcastically funny he is. He's trolling Tua, telling him he was trash in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's hysterical. Uh, let's discuss the dumpster fire that is the Denver Broncos. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Unlimited. Here we go. All right. Not only did the Broncos give ba- probably Baker Mayfield the highlight game of his career. That's ridiculous. Like, he was 20 for 25, or 22 guys, for 25 for 200 some yards and two or three touchdowns. Like, he was... During the game. Hey, the filter... That too, but Matt Stafford and Baker Mayfield are laughing their asses off watching Russell Wilson's highlights of the game. They were just <laughs> laughing at him. Yeah, it was just pure disrespect to Broncos and oh, Wilson. Dude. Like it was just like, dude. And they put a filter. They put the fans on jumbotrons, and they put the Snapchat filter of a crying face on fans on all the Broncos fans. <laughs> they were coming through, and all of a sudden, people, everybody's crying. Everybody's crying. It was great. They they scored. It was like fifty one to fourteen. Uh, they scored every. There was no punt. Rams didn't punt. It was the worst blowout too since nineteen seventy one. That's terrible. That 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 organization is purely dysfunctional. Yeah, that entire team is just well. Whack. The Broncos fired their head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. Hackett didn't, Hackett didn't even make it a season and yep. holds a record of four eleven with the Broncos. Rough. But. Still, the biggest and most obvious joke on this team is Russell Wilson, who went 15 to, for 27 for 214 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions in the loss to the Rams. The Broncos GM seems to think Wilson is fixable. They understand that he's having the worst career of his or the worst year of his career, and he thinks that getting a new head coach is better than to fix Wilson. But get a coach that's 
more geared towards your quarterback versus getting a quarterback more deal to your head coach. I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't think it's going to happen because I think um, this is the receiver George PN is having. Jerry Judy came out and said like, yeah. like it's not us. Like it's it's obviously Wilson. Like his team doesn't believe in their quarterback. They you know? don't. You see on several plays they let him get sacked damn near, and they don't even help him up after the play. No. Yeah, they no. don't. They don't care. like him at all. No, no. they they don't. That's what and I'm he's saying. Stuck. And, like, and this is what ESPN was arguing because there was always an argument year after year about Russell Wilson being a good quarterback. And they were saying, is this Pete Carroll in a good team and he fits in the system? Or is Russell Wilson actually like the guy? You know? He peaked when, when he went to the cooking. Super Bowl. He peaked then. That was he's done now. He's and old. I was one of those guys that always argued Russell Wilson was never a good quarterback. He fit in a system. And if you don't have that exact system, you won't make it work. You're in, it's not gonna work. And and what's crazy is if you look at the Broncos system and the Seahawks systems, it's very similar. They're both West Coast offenses. Yeah, yeah. They're both and he still can't perform. Like Russell Wilson was never a good quarterback. That, he was a mid grade quarterback that wrote off a good team. Like quarterbacks on San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G isn't that good. No. It's a good no. system. Yes. Yes. This was Russell Wilson's whole career. The head coach came out and said it's hard to coach a quarterback that has more touch or more toilets in his house than he does touchdowns in a year. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> so if Wilson were to be cut before his contract is up, That's the Broncos awful. will have $39 million of dead cap space through the 2023 season. And they gave up a lot for him. Russell, yeah. yeah. Wilson so it, does this next year. Do they cut him? They better yeah. fucking cut his ass. I say they do. They better fucking cut him. So it's better to find a coach... To help in the quarterback department than a real quarterback. Who they find? At least Denver has the Nuggets. I mean, I True. can honestly, if depending <laughs> on how far Buffalo goes this year, I mean, they've already clinched the East. They've already they're already going to the oh, playoffs. Oh yeah, 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 guaranteed. Um, I will be very shocked if Buffalo retains Leslie Frazier as defensive coordinator next year. Yeah. There was, I mean, we lost Brian Dable to a head coach last year. He was offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He went to the Giants. And Leslie Frazier was in the talks, but he stuck around and he he's this or he's our defensive coordinator this year. But there's been talks about him definitely taking a head you coaching guys were job next year. Prone, but even with some of your healthy guys coming back, you guys just don't look like the same team later in the year. No, no, I mean, you guys look spent. We, I mean, our bye week was week seven. Like we're playing yeah. our dicks off to try to get this bye week. Like try to get the first seed so we can get a bye week, like a rest week. But. Yeah. Having a bye week, week seven sucks. Oh yeah, especially agree. the the season and like the like the week overcoming the week of like moving the game to Detroit. They virtual practice for two days and didn't even really practice before the I don't Cleveland even know what the game. Fuck virtual practice means like, they did Zoom calls and went over plays and watched yeah, film and stuff like that. And you do your them. own home workouts <laughs> and everything else and. But they didn't. Re- they had like one day of practice, full like team practice, right before the Browns game because of the snowstorm that the six feet of snow that they got earlier. I was talking with Chelsea about this yesterday. The Even Bills, then, I, I see the Bills being very good. If they don't possibly go to a Super Bowl this year, I still see that feasible, right? But I think the biggest problem is like just it's so much is centered around Josh Allen. This is, and I compared the Chiefs and the Bills, both very similar offenses both heavy throwing offenses, and Patrick Mahomes is that center point and Josh Allen is that center point. But Patrick Mahomes is also basically, like the way I was explaining it to Chelsea is like, when you think about Mahomes' plays, his players know him so well. 
to where a defensive end will literally, or an offensive lineman will turn around to be open for Patrick Mahomes in case he has to make a play. Like, they know how to make those calls. Like, Patrick Mahomes has a little piece in him in every one of those players. I don't think Josh Allen is sunk up the same with the team. I, I do like when he makes he those puts, stupid little dump passes. But even then, he, he puts everything on his shoulders and tries to handle it all himself. you got to spread that out. I mean, we did show some spread this week. I mean, granted, it was the Bears. And we had a rough first half. They were losing first half. Right. But we came out and we, we contained them to three points the second half. We scored... Like, I mean, the the final was like 30, 35 to 13 or something like that. It's so, like Josh Allen is Superman, and you see him being Superman. But that game, we had almost both running backs, um, James Cook and Singletary, almost had both had 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. Nice. They're like, one was 92 and one nice. was 99 yeah. or and something like that. And I'm not like discrediting so did... them whatsoever. Like, they're a good team, and they do have those good aspects that you're talking about. But you can just watch the games and see Josh Allen is sweating like a man. Like, he is beasting out there. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes looks like a kid playing in the playground just winning games, no problem. I mean, I guess I can kind of see it. You being, see what I'm be, saying? I, I can kind of see just, it. It's a different... But, but at the same time, they're not winning games, no problem. I mean, Houston took them to overtime. Right. I mean, they're not, like, doing big blowouts and containing Houston's offenses in the second half to three points. I mean, Against quarter, throwing quarterbacks, too, you do realize, right? They just can't win games. Their offense blows. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 but I do, I guess I do kind of see where you're coming from. There have been games where I've watched where it's just like, he does put the team on his shoulders. And it's like, stop doing that. You don't right. have to. You have the weapons. Right, right. When when Diggs is on the sideline, damn near crying because he's a passionate player, like, give me the ball. I want to help you, Josh. Right. I do, I do understand. Like, that, that. happens I with do, your team yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Josh wants to, like, take on the whole team. Which I mean, is not necessarily a bad thing, but it at the same is, time. It is. It hurts you. Hero ball doesn't work. It does not work. doesn't work. He has contained a little. The hero ball I did see. When he was throwing a bunch of picks and really, he's he has been spreading it out a lot. Mm. He has been spreading out the and ball a lot. And that's my only hope for the Bills is that he really takes that into consideration, even after this year, whether they win a Super Bowl or not, and like goes into next year smarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have him locked for another four or five years. Oh so. yeah. I mean, you should franchise. He might be on that list of your, your topic yeah. later. I think. Don't let that motherfucker go. Mm. <clears throat> uh, but. Well, Corey, quarterbacks, running backs. We're in the the nitty gritty of fantasy. Let's get it. I'm not in it for the running, so you know. I stopped I, looking at my fantasy team three weeks ago. I tried. I made a valiant <laughs> effort, and I came back almost, but mm, it was Dylan. Old. If you're listening to this, you're probably going to beat me. I'm going to start with running backs this time. Switch it up. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Top ten running backs to look for this week: Christian McCaffrey versus the Raiders. Sorry, Chelsea, you definitely got to watch out for that. Austin Eckler versus the Rams. Not that it matters for me. <laughs> Shaquan Barkley versus the Colts. Ramon Stevenson versus the Dolphins. Dalvin Cook versus the Packers. James Conner at the Falcons. Joe Mixon versus the Bills. Josh Jacobs versus the 49ers. Travis, how do you say his last name again, Joe? Etienne, I Etienne. think. Travis Etienne at the Texans. And Nick Chubbs at the Commanders. Mm. Starts this week. Travis Atine at the Texans. Is that the one on Jordan's team? Yes. Yeah. 
Mm. Atina hasn't put up great totals recently, scoring 12.7 or fewer points in all but one of his last six games. On a positive note, he continues to see a clear majority of Jaguars' backfield touches, and a nice matchup against the Texans is very favorable. No team has allowed more fantasy points to running backs, so Atina should produce a nice stat line this week. Jared McKinnon versus the Broncos. McKinnon has been a serious touchdown machine, finding the end zone five times in his last three games. That includes a pair of scores against this week's opponents, the Broncos. Their defense has been terrible against opposing running backs lately, allowing six touchdowns and the fifth most fantasy points to the position over the last four weekends. It's French name, so it would probably be Etienne. Etienne. Oh, he's French as fuck, man. Travis Etienne. It means garland or crown. Oh. That's pretty interesting. Cam Akers at the Chargers. Akers has been an absolute fire, posting a combined six touchdowns and averaging 19 fantasy points in his last four games. He's also reclaimed the top spot on the Rams' death chart, seeing over 45% of the touches in the last two weeks. He'll be a valuable flex option against the Chargers, who have allowed the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. Tyler Algier is a start this week versus the Cardinals. Algier has been hot in the last two weeks, scoring a combined 38.3 fantasy points while seeing a touch share of over 35%. I like him as a number two back or a flex starter this week in a plus matchup against the Cardinals, who have been awful against backs lately. In fact, only the Colts have given up more fantasy points to the position over the last four weeks. Mm. Brian Robinson versus the Browns. Listed as a sit last week, Robinson scored a mere 5.8 fantasy points in the loss to the Niners. He should be far better this week, though, as Robinson will face a Browns defense that's been awful against backs. Their defense has allowed 18 total touchdowns, the third most to the position in the league. Yeah. Robinson will be a vi- valuable flex in the championship week this week. A couple more... Uh, stardoms this week, uh, Miles Sanders versus the Saints, David Montgomery at the Lions, and Zavon Knight at the Seahawks. We'll get right into Sidums. Najee Harris at the Ravens. Harris has, oh, I'm sorry. Harris will be a tough runner to sit, but I would temper expectations in a difficult roadie against the Ravens. This student has allowed just eight touchdowns to running backs this season, and the position has averaged the seventh fewest fantasy points to the position overall. That will hurt Harris's ceiling, which has been pretty low this season, so don't expect big totals from him. Another sit, Alvin Kamara at the Eagles. Much like Harris, most managers have to keep Kamara in their starting lineups, I understand. And while he was very good last week with 19 points, he has failed to score more than 12.4 points in his previous four. Kamara has also been held to single digits in four of his last eight contests. He'll be a risk-reward RB2 against the Eagles, especially in a potentially negative game script. Devin Singletary at the Bengals. Singletary is coming off a huge 20.5-point performance and a win over the Bears. So he'll be a flex in some leagues, but I'd be wary of the veteran, though. He has been in committee with James Cook, and a matchup against the Bengals isn't favorable. Their defense has given up just two touchdowns, the six fewest points to runners since week 13. Another it's, s- Go it's, ahead. It's a big game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's actually one of the it's most like anticipated the- games I want to see is Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. That's the game to see. We're that's bat- a, that's a battle game. for first. It is. Yep. Like, yep. Buffalo wins. What time's that game? It's Monday night. It is. That's prime time and everything, baby. We're going to see a I'm shootout game on the century, I'm thinking. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. 
Raheem Mozart at one? the Patriots. I have as a sit. Mozart left Cole in our fantasy stockings last week, scoring 4.9 points despite a good matchup against the Packers. He's back in the committee with Jeff Wilson Jr., who scored a touchdown last week, so Mozart's usage is a problem. This week's matchup in New England is bad, too, as their defense has allowed the second-fewest points to backs. Another sit Rashad White versus the Panthers. White scored a touchdown and 15.3 fantasy points last week, but he was clear second option in the backfield behind Leonard Fournette. In fact, 17.7% touch there was his lowest in the last eight weeks. What's Once more, his share has declined in three straight games. He'll be no more than a risk-reward flex against the Panthers in a huge NFC South game. A couple more sits, Deontay Foreman at the Bucks. Latavius Murray at the Chiefs and Zach Moss at the Giants. And that sums up running backs. Nice. Quarterbacks. Let's get into quarterbacks. Top 10 to watch this week. At number one, Monday Night Football baby Josh Allen at the Bengals and Joe Burrow versus the Bills. This is going to be the matchup of the century right here. Um, also, Patrick Mahomes versus the Broncos. Mahomes should oh, <laughs> get a bazillion points. Dissect that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I said Chelsea this week's tough against Jordan. His matchups are so favorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, Justin Fields at the Lions. Des Prescott at the Titans. Trevor Lawrence at the Texans. Go Sunshine. I'm rooting for you. Nice, right? Jared Goff versus the Bears. Kirko Chains at the Packers. Justin Herbert versus the Rams, and Daniel Jones versus the Colts. First stardom of the week, I got Justin Fields at the Lions. Fields is coming off of one of his worst stat lines in the season, scoring just 9.9 fantasy points and a loss to the Bills. Gross. He's still a viable option and a must-start when the Bears face the Lions. He beat them for nearly 40 points earlier in the season, and no team in the league has allowed more fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Look for Fields to rebound in the NFC North contest. Mm. Dak Prescott at the Titans. Despite facing an Eagles defense that has allowed the fewest points to quarterbacks, Prescott still scored a season high of 28 fantasy points last week. He should produce another nice stat line this week as he'll go up against the Titan teams that allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks, and all eight have scored 18 or more points versus them. Jerry Golf versus the Bears. Golf is coming off of his best stat line on the road in 2022. Nice pick last week, Joe. Scoring 25. <laughs> you told me to sit him, but I didn't have any other I did. option. <laughs> I did. I told you to sit his ass, and I was wrong. Uh, scoring 25.7 points in his loss to the Panthers. He's now back at Ford Field, where he's been quite productive, throwing multiple touchdowns in all but one game. The Bears have allowed nearly 24 points per game to quarterbacks in the last four weeks, so golf should put up a nice stat line this week. Trevor Lawrence at the Texans. Lawrence has been on fire lately, scoring the fifth most fantasy points among quarterbacks in the last four weeks. I like the success to continue against the Texans as the first-place Jaguars look to make a postseason push. Houston has been tough on quarterbacks on paper, but its defense has surrendered eight-plus points to three signal callers since week nine. Daniel Jones versus the Colts. Jones has produced 17-plus points in three of his last four games, including 20.8 points in last week's loss to the Vikings. Next up is a date with the Colts, who have struggled against quarterbacks lately. In fact, Jalen Hurts and Kirko Chains 
have both beaten them for more than 24 fantasy points a game since week 11. And Derek Carr had 18 against them in week 10. A couple other starts this week. Gardner Minshew versus the Saints. And Brock Purdy at the Raiders. He's so purdy. Sidums. Let's go with the number one. Who's the number one? Deshaun Watson. He's in the list. Russell Wilson. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Russell That's Wilson no at right the there. Chiefs. Wilson has a great matchup as he faces a Chief defense he beat for almost 26 points in week 14. So why is he a sit? Well, it's championship week, and I find it tough to trust a player who is maybe the biggest bust among quarterbacks ever. He looked awful last week, scoring 8.3 points, and Wilson has failed to score more than 14.2 points in all but three games this season. Geno Smith versus the Jets. Geno has a big-time revenge game as he faces his former team, the Jets, in Seattle. He produced two stinkers in a row, though, however, and gang green has been tough on opposing signal callers. Gang in green, fact, I like that. The, po- <laughs> the position has averaged fewer than 15 fantasy points per game against New York. So while the revenge game narrative is in place, the matchup is bad for Smith. Aaron Rodgers versus the Vikings. Rodgers has a nice matchup on paper as the Vikings have allowed the fifth most points to quarterbacks. Here's the problems. Rodgers played a Dolphins team that's even worse against quarterbacks last week and scored just 13.3 points. The veteran has scored fewer than 16.9 points in all but one game, including seven with fewer than 14 this season. I'd still sit Rodgers. Deshaun Watson at the Commanders. Watson has failed to put up more than 16.3 fantasy points in four of his starts this season. He's failed to score more than 12.6 points three times. I can't trust him to help me win against the fantasy title against the Commanders, who have allowed just an average of 14.3 points per game to quarterbacks since week 13. Watson can be released in the one-quarterback formats and leagues. Browns, the Browns, man. Last but not least, yeah, major sit this week. Mm. Baker Mayfield at the Chargers. Gross. Mayfield had a solid game last week in what was a blowout win over the Broncos. But do you want to play him in championship week? I don't. Not even in a multi-quarterback league would I. The Chargers have allowed just 15 fantasy points per game to the position. So the matchup isn't too kind in the Battle of L.A. Keep Baker out of your kitchen. Nice. That's cute. Hey. That's real cute. That was... Did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Wide receivers. I got a Chris Godwin from the Bucks versus the Panthers. Godwin had a good matchup against the Cardinals last week and turned it into eight catches for 63 yards on 10 targets. That was good for 14.3 fantasy points. Godwin has now stored over double digits in every game he has played since week 14. He has seen at least eight targets in every game since week 6. There's not many receivers who see that much volume each and every week, having topped 19 fantasy points in three of his last six games. This week he faces the Panthers, who have allowed 35.8 fantasy points per game to receivers, the seventh most in the NFL. Start Drake London of the Falcons versus the Cardinals. Wait, should I really? London has been getting more volume as of late and turning it into a lot of fantasy production. 
London has seen at least nine targets in each of his last three games and has gone for at least 70 yards in each. He averaged around 14 fantasy points per game in that span. He has scored at least 12 fantasy points in each of those games. The Cardinals rank in the middle of the pack against receivers, but they have a ton of production to opposing offenses. London is someone you can easily play as a wide receiver three or a flex option this week. DJ Chark, the Jags versus the Bears. Chark is is in for... Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Chark is in play for those of you who are looking for a deeper option as a receiver. Chark scored 14.8 fantasy points last week, going for 108 yards, and has topped 90 yards and 14 fantasy points in three of his last four games. He faces the Bears, who have allowed 36.5 fantasy points per game to receivers in the last month, just outside the top 10 in the NFL. Plus, the Lions are at home, where their offense has has been much more explosive. Uh, Sidhams for wide receivers. Marquise Brown, Cardinals versus the Falcons. Brown finished with just 8.8 fantasy points in last week's game. The good news is that's the most points in a game without Kyler Murray. The bad <laughs> news is that that was his most points in a game without Kyler Murray. <laughs> he has also scored between five and eight fantasy points in those three games. So the Falcons may look like a good matchup on paper, but in his last month, they have allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to that position. Deontay Johnson of the Steelers versus the Ravens. Johnson has put up all of his best games this season with Mitch Trubisky. Kenny Pickett returned last week, and we saw the same trend, with Johnson scoring just over 10 fantasy points. The good news is that that's his best game with Kenny Pickett. The bad news is every game with Trubisky has been better. The Ravens have been middle of the pack against receivers as of late. Mm. And Adam Thielen of the Vikings versus the Packers. Thielen has just four catches for 47 yards in his last two games combined. He has fewer than 45 yards in three of his last four games. There's no, there is a chance he can salvage his day with a touchdown, although he isn't really at the second target anymore when the th- or with K.J. Osborne in the mix, along with Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson. The Packers have allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points per game to receivers this season. Tight ends. Stardoms. Evan Ingram. Jags. Texans. In the last month, he's been averaging 21.4 fantasy points per game, with a low mark on the end of 14. Engram has seen at least seven targets in all of those games. The Texans have allowed the sixth most fantasy points per game to tight ends. Dalton Schultz, Dallas versus the Texans. Schultz has put up a couple duds in a row, but he... He's due for a good bounce-back opportunity against the Titans. Tennessee has allowed the fourth-most fantasy points per game to tight ends. The number jumps to about almost 20, the third-most in the last month. Schultz, who has routinely dropped 13 points with Dak Dak Prescott as quarterback. Unless Dak, you know. (coughs) Choke? You all right? You good? You choking? I know we've been having them on sit-ems, but this week, we're going to throw Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills in the mix against the Bengals. Oh! I would agree as well. Knox has now caught a touchdown in three straight games. 
He was struggling to score for much of the season, but it seems he is. Uh, he sees Josh Allen. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he's been struggling. Josh Allen fart, Ned. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I, I actually, I actually try to write some. I actually try to like make words in some of these. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Joe. Uh, um, Green Birch. Josh Allen seems to trust him the most when they get into the red zone as of late. He has seen at least five targets in three straight games. The Bengals rank middle of the pack against tight ends this season, but there is likely going to be a lot of points scored Monday night football. This That alone keeps Knox in play. Maybe put Knox in There's going to be a lot of bombs. Sidhams, Ryan, bench David Njoku for Dawson Knox. That's if I look at my team, man. I mean, <laughs> Ninjoku has seen his numbers dwindle in every game he played with Deshaun Watson this season. Ninjoku bottomed out this past week, catching just two balls for 14 yards. He, he has scored fewer than six fantasy points in two straight games. The commanders have been tough on tight ends, allowing just under 10 fantasy points per game, the sixth fewest in the NFL this season. Hmm. Uh... I'm gonna butcher this guy. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name, and I apologize. But butcher it's the fuck out of it. Chigazium Okawo. One more time. Chigazium Okawo. Yeah. Titans so. first the Cowboys. Okay. How do you spell o- that, Ryan? Uh, C H. Okan. Okan. Okanwo. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm Did you say that dude's woke, bro? He finished with just one catch for ten yards. For non two targets with Malik Willis. It is unlikely to see Ryan Tannehill return this week. The Cowboys, who have allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points per game to tight ends. And Shane Zalstra of the Lions versus the Bears. Zalstra caught three touchdowns last week and finished as a top four fantasy tight end. The issue is he had more targets in that game than he did in the rest of the season combined. Chasing points rarely works in fantasy, and when facing the Bears this week, who have allowed the second fewest points per game to tight ends, it's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw all the eggs in the basket on him. What if you do though? I mean, go for it, Ryan. I know you, you got nothing to lose. I got nothing to lose, man. Yeah. So set my dignity, uh, Ryan. Yeah, dude. That point. Finish her off. Oh yeah, that's right. I got kickers and defenses still. And guess what? If you're not on my team. You're straight shit, so there's that. Or if they're on your team, your team's straight shit. Joe, these aren't... Are they, I, these guys aren't even on my team. I haven't looked at my team in like three to four weeks. I just made things right now happen. Anyways, kickers, week 16. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 17. Whatever. 17. Whatever. That's how, that's how I'm with it, dude. Anyways, Jason Myers of the Seattle Seahawks is a very reliable kicker. He can normally get you around nine points a game. But this week, Myers may shine due to the fact that the Seahawks will be going up against a tough Jets defense. So look for Myers to get a lot of field goals this week. Mm-hmm. Graham Gano also rhymes with Guana. <laughs> of the New York Giants scored 12 points in back-to-back weeks. Colts are ranked middle of the road when it comes to scoring for kickers. But the Giants could use this to their advantage and beat the Colts. Harrison Butker of the Kansas City Chiefs has been on a bit of a cold streak the past few weeks. But with the Broncos coming up, he should do just fine. The last time Butker saw the Broncos, he scored 10 points. Canmer, can, 
Cameron Dicker of the LA Chargers faces the Rams this week, who have been who have allowed the most points to kickers this year. And with the Rams offense struggling, you can see the Chargers go to the kicker to score points since the Rams won't be very aggressive. Defense. <laughs> the Eagles will be taking on the Saints this week, and the Eagles should be a start due to the fact that the Saints have allowed 24 giveaways, 31 sacks, and just an average of 59 plays a game. Damn. Eagles are a must-start. The Chiefs will be taking on the Broncos this week, and the Chiefs' D is a must-start. Last week, the Chiefs' defense scored eight points and will be looking to do, to put points... Wait, hold on. We'll be looking to point... See, this is what happens when I fucking write shit, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know. Basically start the Chiefs' defense against the Broncos, because the Broncos are trash. Uh, the New York Giants will be taking on the Colts this week. The Giants' defense has had a great has had great moments and had b- bad moments this year. But like the but like last week, it's about the matchups. The Colts are just straight trash this year and I don't think the Colts can win a game to save their lives. So, Giants are a start. And the Jacksonville Jaguars will Change be, your name to Jeff Sunday. Help. Maybe cuz they still play football on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know. The Jacksonville Jaguars will be heading to Houston to take on the Texans. The Texans have allowed 9.9 points of defenses this year. That, that's ranked second most in the league. Last week, the Jaguars took advantage of the Jets and scored 14 points. Look for the Jaguars' defense to have another good performance this week against the Texans. And that's all I got. Cool. Take it away, kid. So, I guess going back to the question I had before, mm-hmm. is Miles Garrett staying? So... That's the question, but I want to preface it with, you know, the... I'm not sure if I want to do the highest paid NFL players and biggest contracts in the 2022 season or of all time. What do you guys want? This season. This season. Yeah, do it this season because there's some pretty big ones this season. Okay. So this is... um, Hold on. Mm. I got to... Pull this up. Uh-huh. So the highest, the 10 highest paid NFL players in 2022. And then there's also, when after I go through the top 10 of that, then it's the top 10 highest paid NFL players in terms of cash earned. Okay. Already, okay? All right. So that you guys know where these figures are coming from. So I'm going to start from 10 with the top 10 highest paid NFL players in 2022. With contract restructures, trades, and roster moves taking place all offseason, the list fluctuates and varies throughout the months. Two players originally at the top of this list, Matt Ryan and Deshaun Watson, were then traded and had their 2022 cap charges for their new team reduced. As you might expect, this list is dominated by quarterbacks and with a few pass rushers getting in there for good measure. Let's examine the top cap number for top cap numbers for 2022. So Aaron Donald uh, for the L.A. Rams, $24 million. Considered by many to be the best player in the entire league when it comes to his relative positional value, it is no surprise to see Aaron Donald on this list. If the defensive tackle position was held in higher regard in terms of their contracts, he could easily be the highest paid player in the entire league. I actually agree with that. I don't understand why that position isn't paid more. Yeah. That wins you games. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Joey Bosa Ooh. for the LA Chargers. Another one. Yeah. $28.25 million. 
He signed a five-year contract for a $135 million extension with the Chargers in 2020. Since signing that deal, his cap number has steadily increased to its current number at $28.25 million. He will earn a whopping $21.25 million in salary this year at a rate of $1.2 million per game. His salary is set to jump to $24 million next year, and his cap charge will climb over $30 million. Carson- you started from 10, so... Oh, okay, yeah, so okay, so the mm-hmm. defensive players are lower end of the list. I under- yeah. okay, I understand. Okay, uh, Carson Wentz. Ew. <laughs> really? Is that Washington? Yep. Kind of surprise. Twenty-eight point three million dollars. Mm. When a player is traded, the cap charge for the acquiring team is typically low, since that club isn't responsible for any signing bonus proration. That's not the case with Carson Wentz, whose cap figure results from his $22 million base salary and a $6.3 million roster bonus. His salary is fully guaranteed in 2022, but those guarantees will run out in 2023. If Wentz doesn't perform in Washington, the commanders can cut him next offseason before his March 19 roster bonus is due and clear him entirely from their books. Mm-hmm. Doses. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, $28.5 million. The fact Aaron Rodgers' new contract is deemed a cap-friendly extension tells you everything you need to know about what he has set to earn before. His cap number dropped from $46 million with the new deal. Just $1.15 million of his $28.5 million cap number is salary, with the rest coming in signing and restructure bonuses. Uh, so we got another defensive tackle, Chris Jones, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Yeah. $29.4 million. Chris Jones is set to be the second highest paid NFL player this year who is not a quarterback. His cap number will be a mammoth $29.4 million thanks mainly to an $18.1 million roster bonus that became fully guaranteed last year. Damn. Get that money. Right. TJ Watt. Hmm. $31.1 million. With the biggest 2022 cap number among non-QB players in the NFL, TJ Watt is the player is the first player on our list to jump above $30 million. His $31.1 million cap number is primarily derived from a $24 million base salary that could be restructured if required. So the Steelers blew their cap on TJ Watt and Kind of went for their cheaper quarterback. <laughs> yep. Bargain bin. Hmm. What are you going to do? Uh, quarterback for the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. Uh-oh. He's proven himself this season. He Thir- had a rocky start in yeah. last season, but, you know. $31.15 million. This is very likely to be the swan, swan song on this list for Jared Goff. The Lions can release the veteran quarterback for a dead money charge of just $10 million next year. When they made the trade, the Lions moved money around to make golf more affordable in 2021. Unfortunately, that meant he would count more than $30 million against the cap this year, thanks to a fully guaranteed $25.5 million in roster bonus and salary. Just a $25 million bonus, no baby. Whatever. <laughs> eh, jump change. Whatever. Uh, Minnesota quarterback Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, one of the highest paid <laughs> quarterbacks every year. $31.4 million. So he's another player on this list who recently signed an extension to reduce his cap number. He was due to count $45 million against the cap before signing a one-year contract extension worth $35 million. Jesus Christ. 
The deal contains two void years in order to spread his cap hits out over the next four years. Cousins' cap number will rise to $36.25 million in 2023 before the Vikings incur a dead money charge of $12.5 million in 2024. Hmm. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Number two, $35.8 million. Once the highest paid player in the NFL in terms of average annual value... Mahomes sits second regarding Cap's hit for 2022. His $35.8 million number is largely made up of $27.4 million roster bonus. The roster bonus could easily be converted to a signing bonus to reduce his cap number in 2022. However, that would increase his cap charges moving forward, and he's already at $46.8 million in 2023. Numero uno. Who we got? Who we got? Can we guess? Yeah. Uh, Tiger Kill. It's either Wilson or Allen. Oh my god. It's Russ Wilson. He's so fucking unlimited. I fucking hate that guy. No, it's Ryan Tannehill. Okay, good. Oh, oh god. Oh, no shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I still hate him. Thirty-eight point six million dollars. Wow. He's like, <laughs> no, you're not. You're not hearing that wrong. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill is currently said to have the biggest twenty twenty-two cap number in the NFL. Of the thirty-eight point six million, nine point six million is prorated <laughs> bonus money, with the remaining twenty-nine million being base salary. Bless you, child. The Titans do have the option to restructure his deal. See, I guess hearing all these players that she's yeah. just listed off, a lot of them are on like simple like one, two-year deals and stuff like and that. And that's why they end up making so much money in a year. And then when you talk about like the big deals that everyone thinks about is like Patrick Mahomes, $500 million, but for 10 years. So right. when you space it out, he's not getting 30-some million dollars a year. but Depending on bonuses. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the bonuses are and stuff like that. I know Allen did a huge contract, and I mean Wilson has a huge contract, and Deshaun so. Watson has the biggest technically yeah. over the overall. Yeah. But he only made a mil this year. But he, he only made a mil this year. So also, when you figure that out, think about <coughs> he just made two hundred and twenty-nine million dollars in only four years. And he bought himself a big old house and fucking sold one. Mm. So so the top ten highest paid NFL players in terms of cash earned. So for the for top, for the tenth, tied for th- tied for tenth. How far back does it go? I guess. Let me hear tied for tenth. Oh, because it'll it'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. So for thirty million dollars, tied for tenth is Cooper Cup, Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray. Okay. Yeah. Ninth, <coughs> D- DK Metcalf at thirty-one million dollars. Yeah, he was paid. Oh, yeah. Wait, is, what's this, the top, uh, how much? So, uh, and, uh, the top 10 highest paid NFL players in terms of cash earned. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. All, like, actual earned cash. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Number eight, J.R. Alexander, $31.076 million. <sighs> Aaron Donald. Defensive tackle for the LA Rams, thirty-one point five million. Mm. Kirk Cousins, forty million dollars. Kirk Chains. Damn. Aaron Rodgers, forty-two million. Deshaun Watson. Yes. Forty-five point three six eight million dollars. Earned. Josh Allen, forty-six point nine six one million. 
Russell Wilson. Fifty-seven million dollars. So unlimited. It's so ridiculous. I hate him so much. And for the LA Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford at sixty-one point five million dollars. So go back to your 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 guys's original question about you know what's going on with Miles. My question is ultimately so you have all of these stink bug. Oh, you. I thought it was a bee for a second. You have all of these contracts and these things that happen with these players throughout the season, the off season, and everything in between. And you think about you know you. You negotiate what you pay for a specific player. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like it turn. I guess it's it is a business mm-hmm. and and it's bureaucratic and I and I get all that. But I feel like it takes sort of the for me, it takes away the the game. It takes away people so like you know yep. what I'm saying? I, Do you think okay, so then with that question, do you think Miles Garrett stays if Cleveland offers him a bunch of money, or do you think he wants to? He wants to be good, and so, you can see him leaving to go to another so team the, with potential. Like, I mean, maybe he doesn't. Can go see. either way because the rumor that's actually floating around is that the Browns, because we gave Deshaun Watson so much next year, has to restructure. We're going to have to restructure and it. pay him less. or trade him, and he's been with the Browns through the thick of it. Since yeah. 2017, so he's a major yep. player. I mean, how he how he decorates his house like he is a true Browns player. Right, he is. That's why I truly believe he does go along with the restructure. He just, he just, I don't know. I hope so. But if they don't make changes, I can see him going. Oh, for sure. Well, okay, so let's so he, let's say he does go with the restructure, and he's like, yeah, of course I'll stay. This is my hometown. And say we get four team. wins next year. Oh yeah, Miles is gone. Oh, he's done. He's fucking. Pissed. He's gone. And he's, I don't blame the man. He's a pure athlete. But he we wants get to 10, win. 11 wins next year, and he restructures his contract, that man's staying. That man's here. Oh, yeah. He we, believes. We show a glimmer. I think he gives us the chance for sure. Miles is that type of dude. I do see that happen. But going into these caps, you have to, or going into these trades and figuring out what your caps are, you have to have some sort of algorithm to figure out okay, we're going to give Deshaun Watson X amount of money. You have to think about the players you're sacrificing. And oh, that yeah. pisses me off. Yep. That pisses me off because, like I said, Miles Garrett, he's genuine. He is literally a diehard Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. player. I mean, he's kind of locked. He won't hit free agency until 2027. Miles Garrett? Yeah, he signed a five year extension with the Browns last year, last offseason. He used to make me so sad. So that's why we have to restructure his contract. So basically, he has to. Or maybe, yeah. He has to accept that we give him lower money in in, in a way, but then he can refuse to play. He can't. He's he's under contract, so they have to pay him. Yeah, but once again, you have players nowadays that just refuse to play, then. They're like, you know what? I'm not going to play. Yeah. Like, you you, you you have to put that into the equation now. Players do it all the time. Right. Or they put him in, and he doesn't. Yeah, he give doesn't a care. Shit. He doesn't give us his best so performance. He's like he'll be a clowny. Right. And and so I, I guess overall, like at what risk? At w- when do we when do we draw the line of like okay we put we pay so much. It's only money getting worse for this quarterback. I wish they're all who, just dumped but a bunch of plumbers and con- construction workers out there just beating the piss out of each other. That'd be great. <laughs> God, that'd be so great. Oh I'd totally be out there playing football if I, I could. I don't mind that we Fuck pay the millions. I feel they earned it and they deserve it. But at the same time, I do agree 
what's happening in the league is bad with money, like Deshaun Watson's deal. Because like we were talking about on the way over here, Deshaun Watson's deal, you don't think a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen is going to be like, I want a fully guaranteed contract. You're going to see that next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. It opens so many. the floodgates of bullshit. They open the door that's got to, like... And what? Do they do they raise cap space now? Like or That's do what's going to happen. Teams are only going to be able to afford one big star, and then you got to... Exactly. And then the piece, rest of them It's actually going to change the game, I think. Yeah, the uh, game's going to be very different in the next six years. Well, I feel like that's... Then the quarterbacks... Like this just said when I was going through the list, it's it's quarterback heavy. Yep. So then Which the quarterback, isn't it isn't fair. It's not because there are people out there putting but in so much the more name heart of the than game, that. The quarterback's the face of the franchise. And right. I, you know, and, and football is more than just skill. It's it like I'm pretty sure so we would all sit here skill. and agree to an extent. Some CEO shouldn't make more than some workers, but the CEO makes the most money, <laughs> right? Like that's well, right. Yeah, but that's an idea. Like, the CEO created... I say we go after owners. Fuck them. Jerry Jones, I'm coming after you, buddy. I love it. 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 I don't know. I just think... Robert Kraft, you're getting in next. You're done, done, kid. it ain't gonna be a rubbing tug. (laughs) Oh! Damn. I just think it gets... I don't know. It just takes takes it out of the game. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't disagree. It does. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Because if, you know, if Miles Garrett, if if, if he leaves, what next? Right. You know, what are we going to get rid of Chubb? We're cool with Chubb. Just get taken off. Bye. He might. Like, I, I cool, don't Hunt's know. out of here. I, I'm, no, I think we'll definitely always hold Miles Garrett and Chubb. Anybody else? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a guarantee. How long do Kareem you Hunt's probably gone next year. Oh, Kareem Hunt's definitely gone. We trade him. Hmm. Well, yeah. Let's uh, shoot through these pick yeah, dude. Uh, Chelsea, you do. Oh, why do I keep sneezing? That's Chelsea, you're doing a great job picking up the rear again this week. Nice. Seven and nine. Fuck yeah. Corey, well. Corey did pretty well at 11 and five. Woo! Ryan and I, we dominated 14 and two. How? Both of us. How? What do you mean, how? I don't know. I thought I did shit, but okay. Yeah. Wow. Wait, did you give me and Ryan's numbers mixed up? I saw no. that. Like, because I was watching games and I'm like, I'm watching these teams. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like I lost that. I can't remember who I pick on a week to week basis. It's so hard. I forget. Because I'm like, yeah. I was watching games. I'm like, I'm pretty. I sure don't remember them all, but I remember a good amount. Of them. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I pretty much got this locked. So you know, I'll take my winnings now. What are the winnings? I mean, we didn't bet anything. <laughs> there was. I'll we'll just I'll discuss it afterwards. But well, there was. I don't know if I like this right now. Are you going? Are you sharing the numbers, like where we're at as far as? I well, I'm gonna wait to okay. the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it halfway yeah. through, but okay. looking at, I mean, I went twelve and thirteen and three, twelve and three, ten and three, thirteen and three, and fourteen and two. Right. Yeah, and the loser has to walk the golf course. Remember? Well, Kyle yeah, is Kyle pretty is much DQ'd, but out of the rest of us, the losers have to buy the winner like beer. But I don't really drink, That's so right. I will take a collective dinner made from all three of you. Oh. I can make you hash brown casserole. Yeah, we can do that. I want yeah, a collective dinner. Like okay. You can, that's I feel, I feel side. That's Ryan, smoke me something. Because Chelsea's about to walk away with two hundo, so. Hey, boy. Hey. Maybe. Maybe. So close, man. I owe Kyle I can bucks. taste victory. <laughs> I can you definitely owe Kyle $100. Uh, so, right. what do we got? This week, 
We're going to like unravel these chairs. I'm going with all Joe picks, I called it. Can't do that. Can't do Thursday that. night, Cowboys at the Titans. Cowboys at the Titans? Cowboys. 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 Cowboys are in a very high playoff push. That you're gonna see you're gonna see some different teams coming out. Yeah. Making that playoff push. Yeah. Jags is a big one to watch for. That'd be interesting. Cardinals at the Falcons. Can the Cardinals finally get a win? Or can I say, can the Falcons finally get a win? Yeah, that's true. I'm going to say Cardinals. I'm going to say Falcons. I'm going to say Falcons. I'm going to say Falcons. I'm going to say Cardinals. Well, Cardinals are kind of a dumpster I mean, I'm cooking dinner for Joe. I'm cooking something, I guess. Dolphins at the Patriots. Teddy Bridgewater might be starting for the Dolphins. It is a must-win for the team. Patriots. I, Patriots almost came back against the... Uh, they almost came back, but I'm still going to say that Dolphins try to pull this out, man. I'm going to say Patriots. Then either, or, yeah, Patriots. Dolphins quarterback's out. Teddy Bridgewater. Eh. He's a surprise quarterback play. He can be. Right. But I'm going to take the Patriots as well. Dolphins. I'm do the Patriots. Dolphins have lost four or five straight. They're That's kind why of. I see them bouncing when back. we make this dinner, are we allowed to eat the dinner too? Oh yeah, you can eat okay. with me. You can eat with me, but He's I just want to. I'm gonna make you dump comfy. Can I have some? <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> Saints Eagles. He's like not now, peasant. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles. Oh my Eagles God. for sure. Yeah, Eagles and who? Fly, Saints. Eagles, fly. Yep. Oh, yeah, Eagles. Eagles have only sure. lost one game. Oh, yeah, Eagles take All it. All year? Colts at the Giants. 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 You Are you it? seriously saying Jeff Saturday is going to actually win? I don't give I'm cooking Joe dinner. It doesn't really matter at this point. Can you make the cheese potatoes? That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want me to put ham in it? Yeah, I like it better than <laughs> Panthers at the Bucks. The Panthers have a chance to take that division. That di- I mean, they have a chance to come back. Yep. I'm going to do Panthers. I'm gonna Bucks take- haven't been hot lately. I'm no. going to say Panthers I'm as well. I'm going to do the big kitties. I'm going to take the Panthers big as well. Kitties. Like, kitty, 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 kitty. Over the Bucks? Yeah. I'm taking Bucks. I'd so be dead in the wild. Like, come here, kitty, kitty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Brady had a miracle against the, the Cardinals, but the Panthers are kind of hot. Watch Brady have a miracle in the playoffs. I don't know. I throw my TV through my window. <laughs> I mean, I Done. not your brand new. I'm assuming <laughs> assuming everyone's taking the Chiefs here against the Broncos. For sure. Oh yeah. Well, let's don't don't, don't don't don't. He's unlimited. Bears at the Lions. I'm going oh, Lions. Lions. They need that. They're gonna get that. There's Lions. another playoff wind game. They're getting that push. Browns at the Commanders. I think Browns pull this off. Browns. Commanders need a win. They do, but I think Browns pull the upset. Did you know why, Joe? Ryan, Super because it. Bowl. Joe, I'm not even done yet. I did. Ryan, because it doesn't matter for me. I'll take the Browns for you. Good. <laughs> you taking the Browns, Corey? Yes. <laughs> Chelsea Browns. Yeah. <laughs> Jaguars at the Texans. Are you just writing stuff in for me? <laughs> Jags. What is it? Jags at the Texans. Jags. Yeah, yeah, Jags. Jags, Jags, Jags. Oh, Jets. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 49ers at the Raiders. 49ers all the way. 
Raiders. Yeah, yeah for Raiders sure. fucking sitting. I think fucking... 49ers are going <gasps> to the NFC Championship. What? Oh, yeah. I know, right? Jets at the Seahawks. J E T S. Jets, 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 Jets. I'm going to say Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks, too. Seahawks are home. They're trying to make that playoff push as well. They're kind of in the hunt and the running in the NFC. Yep. The Jets almost kind of feel out of it, but there is some sort of math you can There's intertwine the other. There's a glimmer. They have a glimmer, but I wouldn't, wouldn't bank on Not it. the Browns. Dead light. This next one's big, too. Vikings at the Packers. The Packers can move in. They're kind of in the hunt. I'm going to say pa- tr- uh, Vikings. I'm going to say Vikings Kirk Coach well. Shades. Yep. You already know what I'm saying. Yep. Would you say, Chelsea? Vikings. I'm going to go the Packers here. No. I think, I mean. Kirk Cousins is not going to be so. by Aaron Rodgers. This no, no. I mean, all of all the Vikings games, or, a, yeah, a, or no, 11 of their games, 11 of their wins have been down to a mere one-score game. Because Kirk O'Chains is sent from the heavens. But they kind of already have postseason locked. Not necessarily position, but they're kind of going to the postseason. I think Aaron Rodgers getting. I mean, I think he's going to carry. Sake, hopefully, Dillon. Goes out of off. you, you out of all people who have been riding Aaron Rodgers' dick through the mid and like early I, mid I season. I still ride Aaron Rodgers' dick. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Rodgers' dick, dude. Just be. But I just have more faith in Kirk Chains. Mm. Rams at the Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers. Chargers might have clinched a playoff berth, but them winning will only better their situation. So I'm going to go Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I'm going to say Rams because Baker's back in the kitchen. No, he's not. I'm going to say Rams He got lucky well. and faced a dumpster fire team. No, he's back, baby. Who's more dysfunctional, Broncos or Colts? Neither. They both are that's trash. Yeah, they're both pretty trash. <laughs> but... I'm pretty sure the Rams will pull this one off. Steelers at the Ravens. Sunday Ooh. night. Divisional game. Ravens. Ravens. Ravens need it. They do need it to, to yeah, try to stay alive. They're going to get it. Um, say, I'm going to say Ravens. And then the big one. Uh, Wait. Ravens. Okay. Oh, let me check Chelsea. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is my. I'm gonna go Steelers. I think the Steelers upset the Ravens. I know the Steelers really don't have anything to play for, Mm-mm. but being a divisional game and potentially knocking out the Ravens. Yep. I yep. can see the Steelers playing a little bit harder. <laughs> Your phone's going off, right? Yeah. Did they pick up on somebody's voice? No, my phone's in sleep mode right now. Oh. <laughs> and the bigums for the way to like Ryan's end. Yeah. Bills at the Bengals. I really don't know who to choose here, guys. I mean, I gotta take the Bills. I mean, Naturally, yeah. I, I believe that in you. They, and I am a Bills fan, so I want to take the Bills, but at the same time, I mean, God, the Bengals are so good. Uh, Bills. It's that easy. It's less syllables. The Bills are yeah. really making that push for but first the seed. the Bengals better defensively. But see, it's Bengals. That's two syllables. Bills. One syllable. Easy. Just say it. Done. And if you do that, you might win Pickums this week. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a tough choice, man. That's gonna be Chelsea. Bells. Bells. One syllable. Easy to say. People like them. Josh Allen has a nice face. I'll put you on his bangles. It's okay. You can be that dude. I don't want to be though. But at the same time. But bills. If you want to try to salvage your season, it comes down to another coin toss. I mean, do you want to put it as a tie? 
That would yeah, be wild. That would be crazy. <laughs> They'd be like, there's no one better than these two. I would be so mad. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch the whole game. I like, might watch the very beginning of it. Well, I know. Is, what's injuries looking like for Bengals? They're all injured. The whole remember. team can't even play football right now. Higgins isn't injured anymore. They're, di- they're getting people back. off the field. They're getting people off the streets to play. Joe Burrow broke his leg. Fuck it. Bills, 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 Bills. That's right, baby. Let's go Bills. Bills, let's go Bills. Bills Mafia. I just hope Tiger King does it. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, isn't Joe Burrow sacked a lot, though? So... Which makes him almost more baller that he's one of the most sacked quarterbacks. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So that, bi- so that Bills defense gonna eat. <laughs> gonna eat, man. They gonna yeah. eat, man. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, so New Year's Eve is coming up. Yep. Yeah. So 2023, see you next year, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> the, next, the next time we, re- we record and see you guys for the final, mm-hmm. final week of the NFL, um, it will be 2023. Wow. Yeah. So... Crazy! What a fucking year! Has I been mean, a year. what a fucking year! You're pregnant, bought a house. We started yeah. this. Started this. Yeah. Yeah. So you got married. I got married. Shit, yeah. Joe I bought a suit. <laughs> Ryan, bought a, Ryan bought a suit, some cologne, and grew a mullet. And grew a mullet. And And he started conditioning. His right? hair, yeah. not right? his body. His hair. Oh, maybe yeah. it's not hair too. You know. <laughs> Please, Joe. He smells so, pits. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan meets a girl. He's like, I know. Your first question. Does the carpet master's drape? Yes, it does. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You got like a little ball go to Business at the front party. Oh, man. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Know. Are you going to give yourself a ball mullet? I <laughs> might. A bullet. We'll call it a bullet. A I'll take pictures oh and send it to all you guys. And that, that I'll post it on the Instagram, too. Uh, that's not allowed. And it well, is. Yeah, well, Bert. Dude, if Britney Spears could take nudes and put them on Instagram, I could take a picture that's, of my bullet. That is actually true. Instagram. It's not against There's their a difference. You can put it it's on not Reddit. against their policy. You can also put it on We can blur it out. And I'm pretty sure I would want to see it. I'm pretty sure all our fans. Raise your hand if you like to see it with my bullet. Yeah. <laughs> my bullet. I'm pretty sure that was everybody. Yeah. All right. Well. What a mess. We'd like to thank all of our <laughs> listeners for this cool year that we've had. And we, we do have plans for the future. Uh, we are doing a, a Dungeons and Dragons series. Mm. We're going to try it out. None of us have played. Nope. We found someone cool to kind of walk us through and... Do this stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna try it out. I mean, we're we we're throwing some ideas at the wall, and this was one, and we're gonna run with it. We're so for the club, yeah, we're gonna try at least. So Has stay tuned no for that in the future. You should see an episode for that. Uh, actually, pretty soon in January, we're gonna do a lot of one on one and character building and stuff like that. So yeah, dudes, uh, look out for that. Follow us on Instagram, Pancakes on Sunday podcast. Instagram is probably the most most popular social yeah. media that we use. So follow us on Instagram, um, like, share, subscribe, do all that jazz on whatever podcast service you're listening to, Spotify, Apple, and Google, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be greatly appreciated. We we want to hear and we want to hear from you. So shoot us DM, and we appreciate all of our followers and listeners. So hell yeah. Uh, any last words for 2022? We've uh, given you guys a nice long episode this week. Keep it crispy, bro. Right, hashtag no cap, bro. Straight busting, bro. Would you say 2022 was straight crispy, bro? I would say 2022 is pretty busting, bro. 
I would have said it's straight busting. That's like straight no cap. <laughs> like, <laughs> bruh. Hopefully oh Ryan gosh. learns some English language in 2023. Oh, uh, that is English, Joe. That's true. Stay busting. It's the new American lingo, I yep. guess. Yeah. So go Bills. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh, oh thanks, nice. Corey. Nice. You want it? Nice. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna do it too. I mean, I got to every every right. week, man. So thanks, thanks, guys. Bye. Go Bills. Go Browns. <laughs> and go Bills.